Shawty wanna fuck Shawty likes it rough and she's got a big oily butt A big round wet What's your favorite verse in the Bible? Um, Ezekiel twenty-five seventeen. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides with the equities and tyrannies of evil men. Blessed is he who shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For only he is his brother's keeper and the finder of lost children. Uh, I can't you know what my favorite it. is? But I like the part where he says, And you will know that my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon you. And then he shoots him. Well, that's that's not a real Bible verse. Prove it. But you want to know Bible's what my favorite real. is? All verses are real. What, you know what favorite? my favorite verse in the Bible is? Is it the one where you, where you fuck your mom? <laughs> Baby shoes never worn for sale. I don't get it. <laughs> it's um it's the saddest story ever. You've never heard that? No. Some people asked like Ernest Hemingway, I think, like, what's the saddest story ever? And he said for sale baby shoes never worn. Is that legit? I've only heard it as the meme. No, it, that's real. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure it was Hemingway that said that. Who's Hemingway? Uh, Ernest Hemingway. He was a famous writer, I think, in the Romantic period. With um, Walt Whitman and uh, Thoreau. And all those famous poets and writers. Oh, you thought I was serious. Well, I thought I'd, I'd educate maybe anyone listening a little as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, here we are. It's a great day. It's been snowing. Not here. Every day. <laughs> yeah, well, it's been snowing here every single day. It'll start out fine and then it will snow, and it's annoying. That sucks. Um it uh, I saw I saw this movie called Triple R. Uh, it is a Indian movie, uh, and it came here to uh, Mayfair, and we uh, so a couple of us wanted to go see it because we were like, "What are the odds a fucking Indian action movie is ever going to come to America again?" So we better go, and it was the greatest film ever made, and it's not close. It, the nothing touches it. Nothing comes within 11 miles of it. It's fucking amazing. There's a dude. It's like if. It's like if fucking Fast and Furious did cocaine. And steroids. And ate a sensu bean and did the Kaioken. Like. It's fucking crazy. The, there's, a, there's a dude who does fucking motorcycle combos. There's fucking the Oscar lock is in there. Uh, they there it ends 
with this these dudes, this Indian dude, shooting uh, an evil British general, and his splattered brains go over a sign that says the sun will never set on the British Empire. Uh, which is awesome. Also, the bad guys played by fucking um, Roy Stevenson, who's the Punisher in Punisher Warzone. So, the bad guy's the Punisher, which is pretty cool. Also, his wife is the bad guy, too, and she's played by the Nazi from um, Indiana Jones 3. So, those are the bad guys, which is brilliant, right? And then, the rest of the movie is just the greatest action, musical, fucking revolution. Uh, I, I never been so patriotic for a country I've never even been to before. Until I saw this film. It was amazing. Okay. Yeah. Well, it sounds interesting. Yeah. It's fucking great. There's a part... You know when you got action figures and you, like, put one on top of the other? And it's like, oh, now they're, like, twice as powerful. (laughs) Or something, right? I've never done that. Okay. Well, they do that in this movie with two men. And it's fucking amazing. Uh, Because the one dude, like is breaking the other guy out of prison, and the dude in prison, his legs are, like, shot to hell. Um, and so the one dude runs around with the other dude on his shoulders, and that dude just fucking choke slams people and steals their rifles, and he's dual-wielding rifles, and he shoots, and then he lowers them so the guy carrying them can, like, cock them, and then he shoots again. It's fucking sweet. Yeah. That movie's amazing. Huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude fucking... Oh, oh, there's this part where this dude is running from a wolf, and then he sees a tiger's coming at him, so he jumps over the thing, so he causes a head-on collision between a tiger and a wolf. It's awesome. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not joking. I mean, none of this is a lie. This, none of this is a bit. All, most of it's in the trailer. It. <laughs> No, I'm just, I'm just telling. I know people. we you, we sometimes do that, but I'm not questioning it this time. I believe you. Yeah, it's called it's called R R R, and it stands for uh, ro- ro- Roar, Rise, Revolt, and it's like about fucking. Uh, it's about the fucking Indian Revolution. Get kicking the fucking white man out of India. Well, good for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good on him. Um, so, right before we started, I actually, I did check our email. Oh, yeah? We have a message from um, a person named Greedy Little. Greedy Little? Greedy Little, saying... <laughs> The the some the 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 subject is please review, okay. and it's a link to a movie on Hulu called. Have you heard of this called Benedetta? No. Hang on. Let me send you a link. Sure. I don't have Hulu, but. No, I know, but. Oh, that's the it. the 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 the. Yeah, isn't this the new uh, Paul Verhoeven movie? The Nun movie that he made? Bro, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It's the new Paul Verhoeven movie I've been dying to see. Well, 
We could, I mean, we could watch it for next week. I could give you my Hulu account. Really? I mean, yeah. Awesome. If I still have it. I would like to watch yeah, that. We, I would we also like to watch, watch uh, Tatine, which is on Hulu, too. It's another one I have. Okay. Yeah, no, that, that could work. Well, I mean, we don't have to so watch two what, for a what week. Was That's your... just another movie I want to watch. But what yeah. was your name, Greedy Greedy Little? Um, we'll catch Benedetta next week. Who's Greedy Little? Um, they listen. I don't fucking know. It, their name is Greedy Little. That's cool. Well, I I mean, they're they have like an actual name, but I don't want to say it because I right. don't want to end up doxing them. Right, right. But their their username is Greedy Little. So thank you, Greedy Little, for sending us yeah. this movie recommendation. We will get to that next week. I want to watch it. Um, I'm excited. What, what movie did we watch this week, though? What was the movie we watched? We planned to watch this week. Uh, well, um, it was. God, did we actually plan to watch a movie this week? Or am I? Is this um, a bit? No, we're doing. Is no, we're, we're doing a bit. Uh, it was Ice Age. We watched Ice, Ice Age. Age Two: The Meltdown. Ice Age Two: The Meltdown, one of my one of my favorite yeah. movies, one of your favorite. That movie's movies. a piece of shit. Um, that movie is I love one of it, the. But it's a piece of shit because <laughs> it's about incest between two woolly mammoths. Oh my, that's um, true. Yeah, and what? A, that's her. That's his grandma. That's Manny's grandma. Correct. But uh, you you don't figure that out until Ice Age Six: The Destroyer. Yeah, doesn't Queen Latifah remember play when Manny's grandma? Queen Latifah plays the Destroyer in Ice Age Six: The Destroyer, oh, okay. Okay. where um, the Destroyer Destroy, comes yeah. to consume all life on Earth, and yeah. Manny and Sid have to rise up against him. Who's Sid? Oh, that's right. Sid died in uh, Ice Age One. Oh, okay. Um, so it wasn't Sid. It it was uh, D- Diego. That was him. Oh, I, yeah, I couldn't remember Diego's name for a second. I was going to ask, but yeah. Yeah, I remember him. And who's that played by? George Clooney, it was, um, I believe. It was either George Clooney or Lorenzo Music that plays Diego. Who's Lorenzo Music? Lorenzo Music played um, Sheldon on Big Bang Theory. Oh, I hate that guy. That guy can suck <laughs> a fuck. Um, I'm, I'm lying. Oh. It's... <laughs> Who's Lorenzo, Lorenzo music? music was Lorenzo Music was Garfield. In in what? No, that's Chris Garfield. Pat. You're trying to trick me. That was Chris, Chris Pratt. Pat. That's right. Oh, actually, Chris <laughs> Pat played Manny in Chris... Ice Age Two: The Meltdown. Oh, I didn't know Manny was Italian. <laughs> it's weird. Like, it's weird because Ray yeah. Romano played him in Ice Age One, and then he's yeah. just Chris Pratt in Ice Age Two. Yeah, because because. Oh, uh, Ray Romano, he wanted to direct, uh, but they. Oh yeah, that's they right. Say, because of the, because of the unions, he couldn't direct and voice act in it. You know, there's people who act and star, or who star and direct, but you can't voice act and direct. That's it's like true. A that, it's a stipulation. stipulation. It's like the fine print in like the screenwriters guild. Correct. Um, and Ray Romano was like, "Oh man, I I'm Ray Romano." He was like, Ray, oh. Lo- "Lois, what what the hell, Lois?" <laughs> Lois is he Peter Griffin? Oh, that's right. What Ray Romano voiced Peter Griffin? I forgot. Who's Peter Griffin? <laughs> anyway, 
Ice Age 2, the meltdown. What was your favorite part? I like the part where um, they uh, stopped the creation of the Nazi party. I thought that, that was really was interesting. Good. Yeah, that was an interesting take on like history. Yeah, you know, it's like how you know Quentin Tarantino like changes history in his movies. It was a lot yeah. like that. Yeah, it was a lot like when that incel like who sucks feet uh, changes history in his movies. Don't get me wrong, I still like his movies, but he is an incel who sucks feet. Uh, He's a fucking asshole. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, I think. My favorite part was just before the big battle, you know, when Sid uh-huh. was about to activate the singularity and um, destroy... <laughs> you always the pick movies Monongahela. with singularities in them. Well, the singularities in almost, like, every movie. <laughs> you just don't notice. I know. Um, but right before that, they're, they're, like, on the cusp of this massive battle between them and... The rhinoceri. Correct. That's the plural for rhinoceros. The rhinoceri. What's the plural for singularity? Also, is a singularity a black hole? It's the um it's beyond the event horizon of a black hole. So no. It 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 technically is the black hole, but it no one really knows what it is. Anyway. Huh. Um Have you seen the black hole? On, That's a pretty good movie. Sid the Sloth, the most destructive on the cusp force of this, in the universe of this great the battle. Oh yeah, thank you. The great battle at the cusp before the great battle. They're waiting on like the edge of a knife. I love Sid how makes in a... this turned into a secret Silmarillion movie because like it ends with them cutting the fingers off that dude, and so the ring goes missing. Just like at the beginning That's true. of the. Of the Lord of the Rings. So this is technically a secret Silmarillion movie. Well, it's not even secret because um, Christopher Tolkien, the son of J.R. Tolkien, actually co-wrote it. Well, but it's secret and, like, Lord of the Rings, like, isn't in the title. I suppose. It's just called Ice Age 2. Um, Unless you look really... You have to look really hard. If you look really hard. Because the font that they used... The spaces yeah, if you in put between it in front the of letters. A mirror. If you use the, if you put it in front of the mirror, the spaces in between the letters actually spell out Silmarillion. I sage the Silmarillion tale. <laughs> yeah. But um, Sid makes this amazing speech about the duality of life and death, and yeah, he's fundamentally questioning whether and, there's an afterlife or not. Correct. In this great scene, he also um, says. It's weird when he just looks straight into the camera and says, uh, go watch JoJo's Bizarre Invention- Adventures Season 2. Don't watch any of the rest of it. It's shit. Which I think is really strange. And then pretty much everyone on the <laughs> internet will disagree with him. And, and then he he turns, and it's another shot where he's looking into the camera, and he's yeah. like, also, shout out to Twinkies. Yeah, and then he turns again. I love Twinkies. Yeah, yeah, and then he turns again with another shot straight on camera from another angle, and you can see the other cameras from the other shots behind him, which is really <laughs> that's so. Meta. I know why they include that. And then, and it's then an animated just, movie. You don't have to show the cameras. I know it's so weird. And then he just takes a knife and slowly slits his throat, and he gets really deep too. Like it, he almost takes he his gets own head in off. There. 
then Manny turns to the camera and says, if only Sid were able to enjoy the crisp nacho flavor of Doritos. Maybe he wouldn't have killed himself. (laughs) Then he wouldn't have committed suicide. Make sure to buy your children uh, nacho chip Doritos, uh, because if you don't, they'll probably kill themselves. That was the entire line. It's really weird. And Your then, children and are then, always on the verge of... And then Sid the White showed up. Sid the White! <laughs> to help fight... He's like... Yeah, the final battle. I'm not Sid the Sloth anymore. I'm Sid the White. White. <laughs> oh, man. That was great. That was a great fucking movie. Can't believe you know what the weird part Oscar. was? What was the weird part? I think the scene that was really out of place for me was... um. The scene where there's that big battle, not the rhino battle. There's another big battle between like yeah, Scrat and Scrat and the Titan Cronus. Yeah. And remember, Cronus Mr. Clean just walks out. Oh yeah, Mr. Clean. Uh, so Mr. Mr. Clean, Clean just, he good one. <laughs> he, he's never he's never been in the movie previously but he walks out oh. and he's he's like i'm gonna clean the battlefield mm. and then he takes a mop and a bucket out and he cleans all the dead bodies up yeah he just starts licking up all the blood he starts licking up. up all the blood and then he puts all the dead bodies in a blender and makes a nice smoothie yeah and he's like only for you my lord as he like hands the smoothie to dracula and then sid turns to the camera and then- says well, that was a predicament. Yeah. And, and then, then Mr. <laughs> Clean just starts sucking Dracula's dick. And then there's another shot where Sid turns to the camera and says, should have called him Secula. And there's a laugh track. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was I, weird because they the added a laugh track. The one and only time they used a laugh track in the whole film. <laughs> I know. And it's when Sid says that shitty joke. Yeah. Which is like... And it's uh, weird because the Dracula model is just, like, ripped from Hotel Transylvania. Yep. It's just and it, It's up. just an Adam Sandler text-to-speech, like, talking. <laughs> like, he's like, I want to suck your blood. Oh, you were you just you. He just goes, Somebody's oh, more important. Somebody's closer. My favorite part actually was when the volcano erupted and killed everyone in the movie. Yeah, that was the best part. (laughs) And the rest of the movie just takes place. Yeah, and then the rest of the movie just takes place on that second level of existence that they ascended to after. No, the rest of the movie is just establishing (laughs) shots of their corpses until the credits roll. Oh, you're right. I saw the extended edition. Yeah, you saw the extended version. That had um, at, it which, had it had that extra scene I was talking about plus twenty more minutes of just static shots of their corpses. Well, arguably, that's the worst version. I, I think mm. the second existence part takes away from it all. I think it takes away from the message of the really? film, which is that Doritos are a lovely, crunchy, nacho flavored snack that pair well with lemonade mm. or a margarita. That's on funny. a hot summer day. That's funny because I thought the extended version did a good job of pushing the me- message, Doritos Locos Tacos, only available at Taco Bell, live moss, you know? 
That that well, actually, that, it's that, interesting. That, because it's really it's really a, a lifestyle. Live moss. Everyone should live moss and eat a Taco Bell and get uh, the um, flaming Doritos <laughs> no, uh, Locos tacos. Well, it's interesting because the From extended Bell, version was moss. actually it was produced by Taco Bell instead of the theatrical release, which was produced by Pepsi Company. Oh, like Oliver and Company. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're in that. They're Oliver and Company are in the movie. Oh, oh, really? I forgot about that part. Yeah. I almost fell asleep during that Well, there's part. the secret Easter egg. You have to, like, press play five times before the movie plays. And I love Oliver and Company. And if you press pause, like, eight different times during eight different specific timestamps, mm-hmm. Sid will come out and teach you how to make Dorito soup. Speaking of pause, I love Oliver and Company. The, I think... The, <laughs> I think the, um, Pluto, or no, what's that called? Pluto? No. The planet? No. What's the do- dog type? The French lady dog. A poodle? Poodle. A poodle? Yeah, yeah. I think the <laughs> poodle, poodle from Oliver Company is a, a queer icon. I'm gonna be honest. She's I thought straight, we were talking about, but I I thought we were talking about Oliver Twist. Yeah, the movie Oliver and Company, which is Oliver Twist, but it's like animated and oh, like dogs. And okay, cats. so I'm not a fucking idiot. Okay, understood. Yeah, I can't remember her name, but I, I really liked her. Lulu, Lulu the poodle. Dude, as a kid, she was like goals. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? Like you wanted to fuck the poodle? No, I wanted to like be the poodle. <laughs> okay. She's like goals. Says the poodle fucker. That's not what goals means, dude. Yeah, your goal is that hole. <laughs> You're <a> her. <laughs> Piece of shit. I can't believe you. <laughs> Why would you say that? Anyway, did you see the after credits scene to Ice Age the Meltdown? Uh, no. Like, did you watch till the end? No, I never do that. I now purposely skip credit scenes. Well, it was actually... It's oh. interesting. It's oh. the trailer for the 2022 Batman movie. I've seen it. Even though this movie came out in 2007 or something, at the end of the credits, it just plays that trailer. Unless I had YouTube autoplay on. You probably had... YouTube out of what? Wait, did it not play another video about like the universe and how cold it is? Shit, maybe I had. Hmm. That's a good question. Should I watch Hitman <laughs> Do you, uh... movie? It's awful. It's shitty. Uh, that's too I bad. honestly. I would just skip to the second one, which is a lot more enjoyable. Really? Uh, Hitman Agent 47. It's still bad, but it, like, knows it's bad. Like, the but, other one was bad, but it was taking itself really seriously. But is it... <coughs> is it a sequel, or is it, um, like, a reboot? It's kind of just a remake. Like, it's okay. just a different story. See, that's what I thought. Do they The Hitman have... is played by, um... The guy who played Mr. Bingley in Pride and Prejudice with Kira Knightley. I haven't seen that. Should I see that? 
should I watch that? That I think I think that's a good movie. I love the Pride and Prejudice movie starring Kira Knightley TM. I'm looking it up. Brought right to now. you by Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers. Yeah, uh the the uh oh, I can't remember how it's the gotta be gotta be gotta, gotta be dominoes uh pre show. The Noid is in Pride and Prejudice. Oh, it's free on Voodoo. I'm gonna check it out then. I'll watch it. I, I think it's a good movie. movie. I'm not sure what Kira you'll Knightley think of it because it's kind of Kira like a goals. it's kind of a historical fiction period drama. Yeah, I don't know I don't, how you think about those things. I feel like I usually hate them, but the one clip I saw like a one clip from it in like I think Brad's class because she was showing us what it like uh-huh. on take was or something, and it looked really good. Like like just how it looked like visually right so i was like i feel like i would like this movie just to like look at it honestly more than anything else and i like here nightly so like you know because she's i think it's a really good movie yeah that's cool oh donald sutherland my boy my boy (laughs) is that motherfucking hold on that might be is that janeway no no it's not uh which are you looking at hitman or pride and prejudice pride and prejudice oh i should look at the Hitman okay. one too. It's got Judy Dench. I don't know. Okay, here's something. Okay, let me look at Hitman. The fucking in in Hitman Agent Forty Seven, like every single trope is hit down the tree. There's a part where he gets like captured by like airport security. <laughs> yeah. And... <laughs> yeah, I see that. Part. Ha- 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 do you know about this part? You, you where showed he's... me that part. Yeah. Yeah, he people. goes like the guys like. You're locked in here, and yeah. he's like, "No, I. You're locked in here with me." <laughs> and then he kicks the table that a sniper rifle's on, and the sniper rifle goes off and hits the chain to his handcuffs, and he gets out. God, that's so funny. Oh wow! It, it, Agent Forty Seven came out like fucking so two thousand seven to two thousand fifteen. It's almost ten years later. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I mean, I like, it, I like the, cast the first of the one, 2015 one, better so far. Honestly, looking at yeah, it. the first one was really shit. It was really shitty. Yeah, that's too bad. Just it, it was, was trying really to be bad. like this massive major. You know what? It was trying to be the professional. Oh, like Leon the professional. Leon the professional. Yeah, that's it. It was yeah. because he meets this like girl, and then they like kind of like she's like hanging around him all the time, mm-hmm. and kind of like his sidekick or whatever or the irreverent kind of <clears throat> tag along yeah <clears throat> that's like something i'm actually kind of looking at or like studying a little bit right now is like because like i'm doing this re- uh research paper on um uh-huh uh on well it's on like two jean Claude van damme movies but one of them is hard target which was directed by john woo and it was john woo's first American film, right? Okay. You know anything about John Woo? Not really. I've heard he's... I've All I've heard is that he's like an over-the-top action director. Okay. He is one of the greatest action directors in history. In, okay. And he, he's uh, from Hong Kong, and he made action... His action movies that he made in Hong Kong before he came to America are like the classic ones that people talk about. I think... Hard Target's still, like, just as good as anything he made in Hong Kong, but um, I, that doesn't matter right now. Um, the point being, Jean-Claude Van... I mean, John Woo 
he he's responsible for like action movies in in America for like the last like 30 years because there were action movies and then John Woo made action movies and no before John Woo nobody made action movies like that after John Woo okay. everyone tried to make action movies like that and did did it less good honestly but um yeah yeah and then like Michael Bay made a whole career out of ripping off John Woo but instead of having the grit of like how his films looked he put this sheen on it that makes them all look like his movies look like car commercials right yeah Michael Bay can suck my cock oh yeah I hate him but like that's like how basically why like people like him is because he like took john woo and then like made it shiny and then people Uh are like he's a genius or whatever um and and john also like also (coughs) he comes over here in 93 to make hard target and it's not just like the way he does action that gets ripped off. And it's not just him too. It's also, it's also just like Hong Kong in general, Hong Kong action movies because uh, they got big over here. And then all those directors started coming over here to work because China got Hong Kong back and they didn't want to live like under fucking Chinese rule. Uh, the, the directors. Um, yeah. And so, they all ended up coming over here and making action movies and like the American directors or like other directors working in Hollywood, uh, start like, you know, like taking stuff from them and using like stars like Jet Li and stuff like that. Jackie Chan. Um, and it's really interesting because I was looking at, um, guns in, uh, John Woo's movies. Cause he, uh, really likes to use uh, Berettas. And that specific, like, Beretta that he uses, I, I was I was tracking, because I was like, I feel like I've seen that in, like, a million action movies. And then I was tracking it, like, in other action movies. And I was like, the Beretta became a mainstay of action cinema basically because of John Woo for, like, th- almost, like, 20 years. Hmm. If you start at the beginning of his career in like 1986, maybe at the latest, at the earliest, 84, I can't remember, um, his action career, he was making movies before that, but his first action movie, I think, was 84, 86, and that goes up to like Underworld, like in the Underworld movies in like 2006, she's using twin Berettas, they're different looking than the ones... In, uh, in, than like the ones Wu used, but they're still like the same. They're still like Berettas, and like before that, in uh, <coughs> excuse me, in the Matrix, uh, they use Berettas, um, and like I don't know, it's just it, that was just really crazy to me. There's other guns that like pop up and stuff, but it, it's I just thought it was really interesting that it's like before that, pretty much nothing. After John John Wu. Everyone wants a fucking Beretta. Like, there's a whole speech in it in that J- Sam Jackson does in Jackie Brown about how after the killer came out, everybody want- wanted to buy a Beretta. 
which is just like super like interesting. No, that's really honestly. interesting. Yeah. And it, I think it happens a lot. Like when something comes out and it's like the big thing, mm-hmm. then everything tries to like copy that. Yeah. Yeah, it's like really interesting. And so and I, I been, think, like, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, so I've been watching just like for research to see if I can like find anything. Like I've just been watching like a bunch of other 90s, 2000s action movies that some I've seen before, but mostly ones I haven't seen before. <clears throat> like uh, Romeo Must Die and Cradle to the Grave. Um, like and like gamer i watched that and i was gonna rewatch all of the uh robert rodriguez uh mexico trilogy with desperado and those right um because i feel like his stuff's really influenced by Wu. um and like i watched the scenes from reservoir dogs when there are when there is shooting uh-huh um just to like see and he uses different guns, but those guns end up being uh, mainstays for a while, too. Uh, the ones from Reservoir Dogs. But there's, like, that bit where uh, Mr. White, he takes two of them, and he just, boom, boom, dual-wields shooting those cops. And I was like, yeah, he's just, like, ripping off Wu. <laughs> like, um, I don't know. It's, pretty, it's just really cool to, like, uh, see it all. Yeah. Now I, now I just have to make it a coherent essay that's worth, that's interesting to read, you know? <laughs> like, um, no, but I mean, but you're really onto something because that, that, that's an interesting like thing to think about. Mm-hmm. And it does like, it happens a lot, especially in, in movies yeah. where like inspirations and stuff, like when everyone gets inspired by the same thing. <laughs> yeah then suddenly it, it it's like everywhere yeah it's really I do you know, think it's, it's cool. a bad thing like this thing that's happening no no i don't think it's necessarily i don't uh, i just think that i feel like that's how we get agent 47 our hitman right it because well, hitman was 2007 i think we said right oh, yeah and then yeah. agent 47 was 2015 yeah like i haven't seen it yet but like I feel like that's we, we get that where it's like it gets uh it, it's it's like we get these like fucking nobody people and just be like yeah just 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 do what that guy did and like they try to and it's like they can't you know and it's like cuz people always talk about like and you know what I I hate Michael Bay, but I'm. It's gonna sound like I'm defending him for a second. I'm not, but just hear me out. Oh God. People talk about fucking Michael Bay as being like fucking brain dead, you know, piece of shit movies, and it's like his movies do suck. But every time someone tries to rip them off, they can't pull it off the way he does. Arguably, I don't think like <laughs> like I'd rather watch a bad Michael Bay movie than a bad Michael Bay ripoff, if that makes sense. Well, that make, no, that does I feel, that I feel makes the same sense. way about yeah. Z- I kind of feel the same way about Zack Snyder too, because like I mean, like I I'd rather watch, um, because I actually I I like a couple Zack Snyder movies. I'd rather watch fucking Sucker Punch I... than fucking Wonder Woman. You know. Yeah, 
I I mean I kind I like Zack Snyder's superhero movies, but I think I'm easy to please. <laughs> yeah, you are. Um, in that you regard, <laughs> but um, I think yeah, you're you're. I've never seen Sucker Punch, but I definitely agree with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And like, where because even... it, it's like well, I... there are like a fuck ton of like Wes Anderson clones out there, like people trying to be Wes Anderson. Right as well and it's like nah i'd i'd rather watch like wes anderson's worst movie eight different times than watch your shitty ripoff of wes anderson yeah yeah and i feel like um there's there's like successful ripoffs too and i really love those like like Uh i mean i think tarantino is someone who successfully rips people off right and then oh yeah yeah i mean his cinema is homage cinema right but like uh you ever seen way of the gun i've never seen it it's fucking great it's one of my favorite action movies it's awesome it's basically a tarantino ripoff but i think he does tarantino better than tarantino honestly it doesn't more it feels almost more original honestly um it's really good uh but, but that's what i mean where it's like some of the best some of my favorites are like ripoffs that do pull it off, you know. This is like a different. Well, yeah, I guess it's because like there's a difference between when being you, a ripoff who who can pull it off and can't yes. pull it off, you know. Yeah, because when you think about it, like Quentin Tarantino made a career on ripoff movies. Yeah, like of shit he just pulled from like a bunch of inspirations. Yeah, and you it's know, like, like there's pulp and, and like I, I understand stories. Like, I understand that there's a difference between like inspiration and like ripoffs right like nothing's original yeah yeah i get that but all creative work is derivative yeah right but there's a difference between being derivative and being like tarantino honestly (laughs) like yeah it's an homage it's the difference between (coughs) an homage and plagiarism or a ripoff right yeah i don't know It, it really i think it really depends on how it's presented yeah yeah, I don't know. I guess it's just like... Huh. <laughs> yeah. It's like what you said. Huh. <laughs> but yeah, Hitman Agent 47. <laughs> Hitman Agent 47. But anyway, yeah, I saw... With, uh... I, I saw fucking... Okay. I saw, I saw this movie called uh, Cradle to the Grave, which starred... Uh, it, it stars uh, DMX and Jet Li. It's also the only action movie I know of where you can watch Jet Li fight uh, uh, Mark Dacascos, which is fucking sick. Um, but also, that made me... <coughs> now, I, now I, like, have this new obsession that's, like nine at the back of my head which is watch every i should watch every action movie that stars uh, a rapper no why not i don't i don't see why not yeah i I say go for it don't don't think do it i've already seen every fast and furious so that covers all them (laughs) i still i need to see those i haven't seen those yet oh really 
Oh my god. No, I thought I mean we yeah. were we were planning on doing like a whole watch through for the oh, show. Yeah, that could be cool. Like watch one every week and then talk about it. They're all on HBO, so and I have that so I could oh, watch like fun. one a week. We could do that. Yeah, that'd I think funny. that maybe after like it would actually be kind of funny if you watched them and I didn't watch them or something like that. I'd rather watch them, though. I love them. <laughs> uh, repeat that. I didn't hear you. Oh, I was thinking it w- it could be funny if, like, you watched them and then I didn't watch them. And I just had to, like, remember them or something. That but... that's not, We could, like, gamify it, like, make... Maybe I like quiz you about what happened and what character did what or okay. something. Then you'd have to take notes, but yeah, I'd be cool with that. Or like you watch it in like German <laughs> or some shit. I'd rather just watch it. <coughs> but, um... Oh, so guy that plays Agent Forty Seven, right? Yeah, Timothy Oliphant. Um, in the first movie. Yeah. In, the, in just Hitman, sorry. In, in just yeah, Hitman. what about him? So, he's the guy from uh, the the remake of The Crazies. Who, who was the co- he was a cop in that. That's a good movie, man. He does yeah. a, a good job in that. He's kind of typecast, I feel like, nowadays. As like, He looks like he would be typecast. He's typecast he definitely as does. like, because he was on this show called Justified, where he was like a, a sheriff, and he kind of gets typecast in that role. I feel like, um, which is fine because he well, does he a good job. Looks like, like he's a good, yeah, he, I think he's a good, pretty good actor actually. Um, he was on, he was in the Mandalorian, which is pretty. He, that, oh, who was he? Uh, he was in this like this one episode. Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. He he was in the episode. He was the guy that had the Boba Fett armor. Oh no shit! Yeah, oh man. yeah, that is him. Yeah, babe. That's that's Agent Forty Seven. Yeah, yeah. In that scene where they have gay sex in the bar. <laughs> yeah, that scene where they they just fucking have, have gay sex. They in go the bar. to town. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no. I was wondering. Oh, I knew I'd seen him somewhere, and it was Hitman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he's in he's in uh, Scream Two. He's one of the bad guys in Scream Two. He's in Gone in 60 Seconds in a small role where he plays, um, he plays, uh, um, Delroy Lindau's partner, which is pretty good. Uh, he's in the scene where he tells, uh, Delroy Lindau tells fucking, uh, Nick Cage, he's like, I'm, he's like, I'm gonna be watching you. He's like, if you run a red, uh, uh, run a stop sign, if you jaywalk, if you use an aerosol spray can in a matter other than directed, I'm going to be there. <laughs> it's great. Famously, um, Timothy Oliphant is in the lighthouse, actually. He is? He plays a chair. <laughs> oh. A very experimental artistic role, I think. And um, <laughs> yeah. kudos to Robert Eggers for including him. But yeah, he's a chair that Willem Dafoe sits in. Interesting. It also says he's yep. in Once Upon a Time in Mexico, but I don't remember him in it. He was also in... Um, oh, no, Hollywood. Oh, what's that Sorry, movie? Not Mexico, Hollywood. Very different places. Oh, was he? That's what it says, yeah. 
It also says he was in oh. Live Free or Die Hard. He no, in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, he plays the guy who drowns in the big pool of Jello. So Jello in that movie? Yeah, he falls into a big pool of Jello and then he drowns. I'm gonna find out who he plays in that. He, I told you. Fuck you. He falls in a big pool of Jello he and he drowns. Jam- he plays James Stacy. Yeah, James Stacy, the guy who fell in a big pool of Jello. No, he he was a film. He couldn't eat his way out in time. He he was an actor. Yeah, an actor that fell in a big bowl of jello. He's still oh wait, no, he's not. <laughs> I this was gonna episode say he's of still two alive, weird but it's like no, he died in 2016 and uh in uh Timothy Oliphant died? <laughs> he passed. He's no longer with us. He died in a big bowl of jello? Yeah, <laughs> he did. I'm gonna I should tweet that out right now on the I'm just gonna tweet out RIP <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing that right now. <laughs> Put a picture of him in it too. Yeah, like, gonna, get a really good picture. I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah. Um. But I'd say Agent Forty Seven is a f- superior movie to the regular Hitman because it it wears its like we know we're really stupid on its sleeve. Right. Um. Like, it's, it knows. Like, they're using so many, like, scenes and, like, like we talk about with ripoffs, they they use that a lot. Like, yeah. it's pretty much, you could call it action movie the movie, and it would still be like, yep. Yeah. Video game movies are really weird. Yeah, like, why... Why are they the way they are? Like, wh- why? I, d- I don't know. Oh. Um, I uh, I I listened to a, another podcast at work that's uh, called that, I've told you about it, the Spinoff Doctors, where they just do video yeah. game movies. Yeah, you, you um, and God, it just like every video game movie is pretty much the same. Yeah. It's well, just like no, they're like fucking weird, but they're all like <laughs> insanely weird in different insanely weird ways. Like, well, because you've got weird, you got Uwe Boll, and he's Ooh. over there dangling his love spuds over some like movie scripts. Who the fuck is that? Uwe Boll. Oh, oh my god! Wait, we've so talked about he's that guy. Yeah, he's this German guy who like. The theory is that he exploits, like, a German tax loophole by, like, shitting out video game movies. German um, like, tax loophole. Yeah, there's, like, this tax loop either in Germany or maybe in America that, like, if... It, it's something about, like, the rights to video games and stuff, but he's most famous for Postal. Do you know about that? Yeah, I heard it. Yeah. Where I think... Postal was a game where, like, they tried to just be as offensive as possible because it came out in a time where, like, being politically correct was becoming more common and, like, that was becoming something something of, like, a lifestyle and then it Postal came out and, like, went against that. So 
There's that. He did Alone in the Dark. He did... Fuck, what else? I mean, I guess I have the internet. I could look it up on the internet. He did uh, Rampage, not the Dwayne Johnson not the one. one. Not the good one. Not the critically acclaimed. Postal. He did In the Name of the King. Not the one where fucking... Uh, uh, um, what's that guy from Walking Dead? What's his name? I have no idea. Not the okay. Hold on, I have to look up. Fuck, I fucked up the joke. Blood Rain. He did Blood Rain. He did House of the Dead. Not oh no. So he didn't do Rampage, the one where Negan plays a, a trickster god. <laughs> oh yeah, my theory of him was that he's a trickster god because yeah. he's also a CIA there's like parts agent. where he predicts shit. Yeah, <laughs> so good. It's also got. Uh, I like I like that movie a lot. I actually. love that. I movie. thought that was a good movie. I think it's. I love it. It's got a great cast, by the way. Um, too. And like, cool. on most some most of the jokes that usually I'd like cringe at, I actually laughed at. Like yeah. the joke where he keeps like doing the sex thing. Yeah. I thought that was like like normally I'd be like, oh, shut the fuck up it, with your sex thing. No, totally, dude. It's kind of insane how that movie actually hits. You know, it's good. It's a good movie. It is like this. This is not. I a saw it in the drive-in. Oh, that would be. Awesome. I saw it in the drive-in, and I didn't even like take the time to fuck during it. I was so like, I was so into That's it. So awesome, dude. Oh man, I I wish I could have seen it in the theater. I I didn't get to. I saw it at home, like on HBO or some shit. But yeah, that was that was awesome. Good movie, good movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's got it's got fucking it's got like fucking um Mylon Ackerman and Jake Lace. Like when the fuck when the fuck was the last time they were in movies? They should be in more movies. They're both great and they're both great in it. Uh, Naomi Harris, fucking love her. Fucking. Everybody, everybody, it's fucking, I'm looking at this cast, it's fucking stacked and packed. It's a good movie. It's all killer, it no filler. It's got fucking three giant, count them, three giant monsters in it. Well, wait, and that's a video that's game movie. Yeah, that's one of the best video game movies up there with Mortal Kombat. Oh, Mortal Kombat is fucking awesome. It's great. It's so good. Yeah. Oh yeah. God, I might have to watch that tonight. <laughs> it's sweet. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think something about being tied to like the IP of video games. I just, just most of them end up in development hell and just get lost. Yeah. And like, like, also, by the way, I, I don't think I told you this. I have now seen every Resident Evil movie. Uh, oh shit! Of really? The original series, yeah. Um, and so seven is fucking dog shit, which sucks because the other wasn't there a new one that just came out? That is a new. That's like a reboot. That's unrelated. Okay. Okay. All right. So, no, that one actually would be the seventh one, though, yeah. So I finally saw six, and six was fucking dog shit, which sucks because 
all the other ones in the series that are directed by Paul W.S. Anderson are actually really great, I think. Um, there's, like, two that aren't directed by him, and they're not as good. Uh, one, uh-huh. of, one of them's okay, and the other one's honestly pretty bad. Uh, but the first one is great, and that's him. Um, well, great. It's really good. Um, then the fucking fourth one is really good, because that's him coming back to the series, uh, uh, right? And then the the one after that, number five, that one's fucking awesome. That one's the best one. It's so crazy. It's almost like, it's almost an experimental movie. Like, it, it feels like an experimental action movie. I should put oh. that on my list of experimental action movies that I made on Letterboxd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was that. Yeah, Paul. Yeah. Paul W.S. Anderson, he's another one that does, like, video game movies. Yeah. Because he did Mortal Kombat, didn't he? Correct. He I'm pretty sure did. he did. No, he did. I'm telling you. Do you not Yeah, and, me? like, that's. <laughs> oh, I thought you said Diddy. Sorry. No, um, yeah, no. He, he and then did. recently, I he did the Monster Hunter movie, which I heard was pretty shitty. Yeah, I didn't see it. I wanted to go see it though because it had fucking uh, it had fucking Tony J- Tony Jaw in it. He's great, and I just huh. thought Tony Jaw and Mia Jogovich in a fucking action movie that's gotta be sweet, right? I don't know. I didn't hear anything about it. I actually, I literally heard nothing about it. So <laughs> it also uh, it doesn't have good reviews. But if you want to watch it, it's on Hulu. <laughs> oh, so I might have to. I might have to. But, like, the movie he did before that, though, was Resident Evil, the final chapter, and that was really bad. <coughs> it was just really fucking bad. Yeah, he sounds pretty hit or miss. Yeah, I mean, because he did... Actually, most people most people don't like him. I think the majority of his films are really good action movies. I don't think he's bad. I don't think he's like a bad filmmaker because, you know, you did Mortal Kombat. That's gloves off to you. Hats off to you. Gloves off to you. Gloves off to you, man. Yeah. Uh... Ron Perlman is in this (laughs) in Monster Hunter. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) Fucking Ron Perlman. Cool. I like I like uh, that movie's got to have giant monsters no. in it too, right? Yeah, it's based off the game Monster Hunter, where you hunt big monsters. Sweet. I love giant. I've monsters. never played Monster Hunter, but I'm assuming that's what you do is hunt big monsters because it's called Monster Hunter. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. They I, should make a I game called so. Monster Fucker, where you go and fuck all the monsters. Huh. Oh, I thought I was gonna burp. Hey, um, are you gonna see the unbearable weight of uh, amazing talent? I've never. Wait, what is that one? The, the new Nick me? Cage movie where he plays Nick Cage. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> yes, I want to see that. I want to see that really bad. Oh, I'm so excited to see that. I know. I it looks so good. It looks so <laughs> fucking great. Oh. 
I just I love like Nick Cage's like renaissance. I just love him. Like he he's so good. Like he was in those like awesome horror movies like in the last few years. Like there yeah, were like McMahon. three horror movies he was in that were really good. Yeah. Mandy. Cuz you know, he was in Mandy that and that's like an actual like not even so bad. It's good. That's just a good movie. This is a great film and he's great in it. Um. He would Did you see I've asked you this, but have you seen Color Out of Space? Yeah. Since I asked. Yeah, I love Color Out of oh, Space. Oh, it's so good. That movie's fucking awesome. Uh Then he he was he was in Willy's Wonderland, which I liked that movie. I haven't seen a it. I, I got to see it. I think it's a good movie. There are parts of it where I'm like Yeah, I've heard it's I mean, like, I guess it's like a it's a horror movie, so like yeah, I've heard, you know, I've heard it's, it's gonna like be more of a B movie, but like it's still some people like it, some people don't. I- I'll see it though. Well, the thing is, it's a B movie that like knows what it's doing, like it knows how to be a good B movie. Um, like mm-hmm. it, it, it knows it's being tropey and stupid. Right. That's cool. Um, and it it um, knows it's Five Nights at Freddy's. I've heard he like doesn't so. talk in that movie, which is he does not say a fun. single word. Yeah, no. Honestly. Yeah, and then he he just beats the fuck out of all the animatronics. Yeah, I can't wait to see that. Um, but yeah, I want to see this. I want to see Pig. I, oh my god! I yeah, I I see I see that like like I see it at like Target on the movie shelf. Oh, it looks interesting. I'd grab it because I've only heard great things. Cause like okay, like, oh, damn. So so okay. It's been described to me as like John Wick, but in no action. It's instead, instead of like assassins and action, it's the culinary underground. Okay. <laughs> and so and it's actually like this like deeply moving film about loss and like grief. Huh. Yeah. Cause like, cause, cause he has like a truffle pig. I don't know anything about that. So I. And I didn't look it up because I don't want the movie spoiled, so I, I'm just gonna watch it before I figure out what the hell that is. But, yeah, yeah. If maybe next time I go to Target, I'll just grab it because I think it was like yeah. fifteen dollars, which isn't even that bad. It's not that bad, no. Oh, that's that's cool. There are movies like that. Yeah. I like they feel the same to me, but maybe that's just because I experience them in the same context. Where like I go to Target. Uh-huh. I find a movie that I've never heard of with an actor that I really appreciate. Yeah. Cause there was one, well, there was one with Jim Carrey that was actually like a serious like role of his like that... called the number 23. Yeah. I heard of that one, which I thought it was really good. Oh. I liked that a lot. Then there was another Speaking one of... that I bought with so, Peter so... Dinklage uh-huh. in it. Yeah. And it was called Rememory. Have you heard of this? I think you've told me about it. But speaking of, by the way, it, sorry to cut you off, but speaking of Jim Carrey, have you heard the new Weekend album? No, is Jim Carrey in it? At the beginning, yeah, he does like this voiceover, which is kind of fun. What the fuck? Yeah, I'll send that to you. <laughs> Go ahead with what you're saying. I was just, um, it, it was this movie with Peter Dinklage, like, about a machine that can go through your memories and so like you can like relive your memories or maybe it like takes i kind of forgot it was pretty good yeah i didn't hate it that's cool 
Um, there was a pretty cool twist at the end. Yeah. I think I remember you telling me about that movie, but I never seen it. I don't know if you'd like it, honestly. Uh, probably not. I mean, I if you um, ever get the chance, like, don't go out of your way, but check it out if you can. Right. See what you think. <sighs> okay. Wait, well, shit, so... we're about... Sorry, go ahead. Okay, so, um... Top five Nick Cage movies. Go. Top five Nick Cage movies. Um, number five. Probably Face Off. I like that movie. Okay. Um, number four. Moon... What, what's it called? Moonstruck? Yeah, I heard of that. That's, that's a good one. Okay. That one's on the Criterion Collection. Cool. Which is weird, because you won't fucking add Surf's Up either, you yeah, idiot. Bitches. <laughs> Number three, probably gonna go with Willy's Wonderland. Oh, yeah. Number two is gonna be Color Out of Space, and number one's gonna be Mandy. Yeah. Uh, Mandy, Color Out of Space. Um, Wild at Heart. Um, oh, shit, I forgot about that one. Yeah. And, um... That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, National Treasure and National Treasure 2, Book of Secrets. <laughs> That's... Fuck. <laughs> there's a scene in Wild at Heart, <coughs> just before we wrap up, yeah. there's a scene, and I'm gonna say a bad word right now, but... Um, oh, I know what you're talking about. I love that part. The scene, yeah, where, like, the gang is, like, surrounding yeah. him, he's like, Ooh, what do you faggots want? And then they knock him out. And they, like, beat the fuck out of no, him? No, no, What happens is one dude knocks him out, and he falls over, and then he sees the good Witch of the East from fucking... Uh, yes! From fucking uh, Wizard of Oz, except she's played by fucking um, Twin Peaks, the girl who, like, got killed at the beginning of Twin Peaks. Right? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. And then he gets back up, and then he's like, I'm sorry. For referring to you, referring to you men as homosexuals. <laughs> He's like, I'm sorry, I called y'all homosexuals. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. I okay, I, I don't. Re- that movie's just Laura Dern and Nick Cage. Fuck the movie. Well, they're really. You That's don't a great like, movie. See them fuck them, or like really, but like. I, maybe you do. I don't remember, but yeah, it's like they fuck a, a lot, or they talk about fucking a lot. They talk about fucking a lot. They like make out a lot and like dance together and stuff. Um, but like, yeah, I, <coughs> yeah, it's like a road movie with the two of them. It's it's great. I fucking love it. Good movie. Yeah. Well, that's probably about all the time we have yeah. today. Um. So keep it real. Uh, keep it clean, Mister Clean. Sponsored by Mr. Clean. He's our producer. Not a sponsor, but if uh, if well, if we don't do good, he he will come to our houses and shoot us at point blank range with a sawn-off shotgun. He'll take our children in a sack and beat them with a stick like Krampus. Yeah, Mr. Clean is the Krampus. Um, Do you have anything you want to say to wrap this up? Mr. Clean is the Krampus, and Epstein didn't kill himself. Mr. Clean is the Krampus. (laughs) <laughs> Mr. Clean is the Krampus, put surfs up on Criterion. Epstein did kill himself. You're gay. <laughs> Your mom's gay. I'm glad um, Reagan's dead. We're all we're glad Reagan's dead. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>
Number 19, Mouse in Baked Beans. 